Hey, what's up, Travis? This is your main man, Just GQ here, and I am fresh back in Chicago from the hashtag TTGMDW. <laughs> That's the uh, the Travel Guys Memorial Day weekend trip. Thank you all for uh, sending me to New Mexico. We had a great time out there. Uh, there was a bit of an audible from the last intro that you all heard where I thought I was going solo. I had Priscilla from Season 2, Episode 3. Who bought a last second flight out there to uh, to accompany me out there? So we had a great time. We explored Santa Fe, Albuquerque, a few places in between that we'll speak to some hidden gems. But I would say New Mexico as a whole is a hidden gem, and would encourage everyone listening and who is curious about exploring domestically to take a look at it and and check it out. You could easily spend a week. We'll talk about this. I don't want to. I don't want to go too much into it. But just know that whether you sent us there out of spite or because you thought it would be funny, or sincerely, it was much appreciated and enjoyed. So the, I think the way we're going to break this down is this going to manifest itself as a two to three part series so we can make sure that we give you a full recap of New Mexico. We interviewed some people while we were out there. We, I mean, we were a little bit of everywhere. Priscilla and I are both very extroverted personalities who uh, don't meet strangers very often, so it definitely worked out nicely as we were trekking through the state. I will be posting pictures, as per usual, uh, from the travels, so that to give you all a first-hand or first-person POV on the trip as a whole and all the uh, all the attractions and whatnot, but it's pretty dope. So make sure that you're following at the Travel Guides on Instagram, as well as uh, me personally, at GQ50. And as usual... We ask that you please subscribe to the Travel Guys if you have not already. And if you feel, if the spirit moves you, please leave a review. Five stars, please, and thank you. This just helps with our visibility. So I'm going to hop off here. And without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Travel Guides. And welcome again to another episode of The Travel Guys, the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. This is your host, Just GQ here. Got Priscilla here. And Hello, everyone. Real friends. How many of us? <laughs> uh, as I mentioned at the start of the last episode, we started, we are, we are coming to you live, first and foremost, from a luxurious pool uh, over champagne and donuts in Santa Fe um, at the illustrious Days in. So <laughs> we are uh, that life. <laughs> right. that good life. How do we I guess we can start with how we how we got to um well first you booked the last second trip yeah, out I, here. I booked a flight two days ago. Real friends. Jump out. You know, just slide slide out here. Why not? I mean, <laughs> Didn't even know this is for the travel guys until you got out here. <laughs> Best adventures are like this, right? Right. We're just out here to say yes. Um but ended up at the Days Inn, uh, as I'm sure that raised a lot of eyebrows with you. Um, we were we split the reservations, so I had the Santa Fe leg uh, and the and the rental, and she handled the Albuquerque uh, room. And so the Albuquerque room, she booked it first because she's responsible and whatnot, and uh, sent me the reservation. So as I'm looking, I saw two and a half stars. It was at this hotel Albuquerque, which we'll go into. Very nice hotel, like nice pool clean rooms, all that action. So then I go on hotwire.com. Shout out to Hotwire for screwing us in this situation. And um, 
I look at two and a half stars in Santa Fe. And being the cost-conscious, frugal gentleman that I am, I was like, let me just err on the side of not spending more. Since she's okay with two and a half stars, and I had, it took me to the to the tail end of the reservation process. Said uh, courtyard, some of these like mid tier properties, and then days in. I was like, okay, I'm cool as long as I don't get a days in. And lo and behold, the days in was what was uh, was going was selected for me. So we're here. You know, I would not. What what is your your uh, experience been here? Um, it was good until <laughs> we found a roach this morning. <laughs> I think the up until roach. that point. Uh, I mean, it's a, a place to stay. So Santa Fe this weekend, people know, uh, is 99% booked. Yeah. Literally, we could not find another room Super if we random. wanted to. Yeah. So when you're booking out here... Uh, which we tried. Which we tried. <laughs> we, actually, <laughs> we did not lay our hats and say this was okay. Um, but yeah, so, so book ahead, definitely. Because yeah. I've never seen a city that gets 100% booked out. Not a single room. While we were sitting in the lobby trying to debate if we wanted this, right. four people tried to get our room. Yeah, that's very real. And it was booked out a while ahead because I remember even like like perusing because there was such a varied number as you all know there were supposed to be like 10 or 15 people on this trip and then as is customary on large trips people check out halfway through the uh, the process and then you're left with limited numbers uh, but the, the bookings were getting tight but we couldn't like lock anything in because we, the number of attendees were uncertain yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we started, our, to, to back it up, we started in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. as you all know. So we have not had a chance to uh, fully explore Santa Fe um, at all, though we did a couple things last night, Meow Wolf, which we'll get into. But um, yeah, what, was your, what were your thoughts on Albuquerque? Oh, I loved Albuquerque. So coming in, I had no idea what to expect. Like, zero thoughts. Same. You, some Breaking Bad references. You, <laughs> that in New Mexico, but that was about it. Um, and have been blown away. Mm-hmm. We thought it was going to be a touch-and-go, drive-through, fly-by. Absolutely. Get a nice rest. And we spent solid day there, and every single thing was was a good time. Yeah, I was. I feel very solid in calling this uh, one of the one of the most... One of the best hidden gems I've ever come in contact with, especially Albuquerque specifically, just because of the the, the room. The people are super nice out here. Uh, the coming in, Santa Fe got all the hype. It, oh, yeah. Albuquerque people, you know, were were basically deuced on Albuquerque, saying there was nothing there. Don't spend any time there. And I would say we had a very contrary experience there. It's even going out at night, going to Sister. Um, and then Anodyne, is that how you say it? Androdyne. Androdyne, yeah. Uh, which was a pool hall that was on top of this uh, this bar that had live music, had a slew of beers. Like it oh, was, it yeah. was just, it was a lot. Of, it was oh, a yeah, great local atmosphere. Breweries, yeah. Bartenders sit there and like chat with you. Full full venue. Like there was music with uh, people selling records and shit like that. It, it was a really good time. It was solid. It was oh. solid. The only uh, the only critique. Black Jesus on the wall. Yeah, Black Jesus, man. <laughs> I, I gotta so, point that yeah. out. <laughs> So we're walking in, we walk into, um, I'm sure that threw a lot of people, <laughs> but when when we walk into Sister, walk into the bathroom, we like see one of the, the bouncers, the owners, managers, somebody, and we're like talking to him, trying to finesse something, I don't even remember, because we were a few drinks in at that point, mm-hmm. and then we stopped midway, and I was like, is that Black Jesus on the wall? And then... <laughs> We walk over there, and there is this uh, uh, this portrait of Black Jesus in all of his Afro glory over there, and it was just it was a nice accent. Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, I mean to paint the picture, this is kind of a funky yeah. history vibe, which is kind of how Albuquerque seems. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but definitely a local place. You yeah, tell absolutely. people this was not a touristy spot. This was where people go have fun, but a nice a nice bar. Absolutely. To be fair. 
but it, it was it was a good time. It really was. That's awesome. And the people were, were super nice. And then we when we were up in on the top of uh, Androdyne, we met uh, a helpful bouncer by the name of Mark, who mm -hmm. put us on a few places in Santa Fe. And that's I think that's very indicative of how the tone of the people has been since we've been here. They've all been super nice, super helpful, wanting to show off their their city, uh, cities, I should say. Um, and, you know, have hit us with a lot of the local the local spots. Probably at the top of that list was Frontier, asking yeah. about where oh we should Everyone, eat. From being on the flight, people were talking about oh it. Oh, my gosh. Home. I heard twice at the hotel. I mean, this was... Everyone's eyes light up. Right. <laughs> Enthusiasm is an understatement. But this place is like, has a very diner type of feel, yeah. I would say. I'm interested in how you would describe it, but it's like your order, like you're in line to order, and then, um, and then you, they give you a number, you go and wait, and then it's just like this large dining hall basically, but the food is like, New Mexican food, which I didn't know was a thing, is is something that they, is like, it's, it, the whole menu's all day, they've got breakfast, they've got burgers, they've got New Mexican food, and the chili, the chiles are, you know, yeah. delicious, like, I mean, I don't know, what would you, what would you oh, say? Oh, if I could be charged to die fat, this is how I would die fat. <laughs> I mean, salt, salt, I mean, it is greasy comfort, chili lathered, cheese everywhere, it's Fast food heaven. Yeah, it was, I mean it's it's pretty solid, and they've got. Uh, I was told that was, that was probably one of the first things I was told when I came out here was if they ask whether you want red chilies or green chilies to get Christmas, which is obviously mm -hmm. both for those of you who are good at math at home, um, and it just adds for a very delectable meal, I would say. Yeah, I think from a technical standpoint, green is supposed to be with your chickens and lighter oh, okay. meats, and red is with your beef and heavier's. Um, Green is a little bit spicier. Yeah. And then there was, like, the kick in there. But I would do Christmas for sure. It was pretty solid. And we had a, uh, a pretty hefty day yesterday. We were sun up to sundown because we uh, got in on on Friday night, uh, went out Friday night, stayed in uh, Albuquerque all day, and then came to Santa Fe. Uh, kind of made a, a day out of the journey down to Santa Fe because we hit uh, Sandia, um, and I just blanked on everything else that we hit. We did Frontier, Sandia, drove the whole turquoise trail coming in. and then Which um, is a scenic route to Santa Fe. Yeah. It takes about like, so Santa Fe to Albuquerque is an hour and yeah. change. If you take the scenic route, it just adds about an hour, like an other, uh, another 30 to 45 minutes onto it. Well worth it, I would say. Oh, 100%. I actually would not do it a different way. Yeah. And just a, just a highlight. So we spent a day in Albuquerque. Right. We talked about it. I could spend a week. Mm -hmm. Easy. Easy, easy. Quick, with yeah. my girlfriends, with a big house full of people, I would do it as, like, with people from work. It, it was just, we didn't even start tapping right. into what we could have. This might be, like, a low-key, like, if you need, if you got a crew of people who bring the party with them and who can, who just want to explore different uh, areas but want a nice cost-effective low-key spot where you can just enjoy time with your friends, I would definitely say Albuquerque is, like, near the top of that list. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, Tyler, there's all different sides of it, too. Like, I got in, what, two hours before Josh did right. And I'm a balanced person. So I got my salad in before we started our weekend of debauchery at Vinaigrette, which is the local farm-to-table. The chef is well-known. Um, and it was on point. Right. Like, twinkly lights out in the outdoor patio. People <laughs> drinking rosés. A full, I'd say, what, 20-some salads that you get to choose from. All fruit, fruit, all you say for concept. Priscilla <laughs> loves this this fruit, 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 fruit stuff. I mean, the even before we even before we started our long day yesterday, going to uh, Los Poblanos, the uh, the lavender farm. Um, 
which is very, which is super nice, but it was a, it was an interesting experience, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Historic um, Inn, organic yeah. farm. So we're going in already knowing that's kind of the setup. Right. Well, when we walked in, we told them, so we, just very, to a quick story, we were, um, went in very candid, like, you know, we are working with the Travel Guides podcast, looking to get some content, uh, very cool establishment that you have here, would love to get some commentary from you, and they shuddered. Like, they were very much like, uh, I mean, you, like, we don't, we, we can't do this, like, no, no. I was like, okay, like, nope, no, no, no harm, no foul. Like, I was like, no, don't worry about it. So then uh, Priscilla went back and started to shop a little bit, and we'd been in there for some time, so we had explored and whatnot, and I had got some weird looks when I came in with my camera and um, the guy one of the it was a, it was a, a man and a woman who we were talking to who were saying that they weren't they didn't feel comfortable commenting and he came up to me after and he was like hey you know we just want to uh, you know we got in trouble one time because uh, basically celebrities are coming in Jesse Ferguson was there uh, he's a native New Mexican which I didn't know uh, but they always come there I know you mentioned that Tina Fey was was there as well and so what the message boiled down to was they're trying to preserve the magic so I think if, for those who like this type of experience and and I will say like it's it's worth it's worth a stop. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like it's great. There's great uh, souvenirs if you're looking to to bring something back that's unique. Um, a lot of it is you're supporting you know local local business, which is always which we're always a fan of. Uh, but it's definitely it's definitely cool. So you get like a nice little low key celebrity spot in Albuquerque as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, when you go to the gift shop, it's very high lows, like mixed bag in terms <laughs> yeah. of pricing. Um, I got a travel salve, hand poured once a week. Fresh lavender essential oil, kind of for skincare, nine bucks. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then I look at there's a linen bag to hold bread in, <laughs> and it was like thirty some bucks. You're right. like, Who's sitting here with a bread bag? Absolutely. <laughs> I knew it was like that when we walked up to the woman selling the bandanas, and she was the bandanas were very cool. Very cool. Handmade, hand painted. Not twenty eight dollars oh worth though. Who's walking around with a bandana? I was like, oh, that's nice. Twenty eight dollars. Are these seeds um, over here? Let me go over here. But definitely a place to shop for. Mom, dad, I mean, family, yeah. for sure. Kind of some luxe, interesting items, um, all organically grown and local. It's very true, yeah. Tough. I've got a little, uh, a little garden. I mean, so I live in, y'all know I live in Chicago, so there's not a whole lot of room. I don't have like a back, a back yard or anything like that, but on my patio, on my balcony, there's like a little, I can't even think of it, a little garden nest situation. <laughs> and so I got some peppers so I can like, so I can plant that. Get a little, get a little green thummy a out there, kick, right? Kick. And that was like six bucks or four bucks or oh, something yeah. like that. So, yeah. not bad at all. The, the range is there for sure. So, talk to me a little bit about your thoughts on Sandia when we were, Sandia. We were driving there. Oh my gosh! Um, one, so it is a detour out, and I would a hundred percent. I don't think there's any other way that you should go from Albuquerque to Santa Fe, and it's a slow build. Like at first, I was like, like what, what are we doing? There's right. some trees here and there. And then you're going up this mountain. I mean, it is high. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're higher already starting in Albuquerque. Yeah. Which I didn't know when I came in. Or what? Absolutely. 6,000 feet up. Yeah. Be so. very conscious of the, cognizant of the uh, of the altitude here. Yeah. Like Drink we, water. Yeah. Drink <laughs> a lot of water. A lot of water. The alcohol goes a long way. Right. Real quick. <laughs> we were trying to, careful. We were trying to figure out why we were so, like, thrilled the night before uh, and woke up and it was like, oh, okay, the, the altitude was, like, kind of was playing a factor. And then even when going up steps... I remember being like totally out of breath. Oh no shit! I mean, we lost like maybe a hundred feet. Like, oh my gosh! Right. <laughs> and they're like, "What is this?" Yeah, no. Uh, but Sandy, I think, were the beautiful natural park style, um, spruce trees, fir trees. 
and you could see hiking breaking off everywhere. People were camping. Um, really quiet. Super I think quiet. Memorial yeah, Day very... weekend, I thought it would be like cars, traffic up and down, but we saw a few people here and there. But right. that was about it. And so then you go up to the summit. I don't think we went, we didn't go up as far as you can. You can go up, you can go far, but a lot of, uh, you know, great views, beautiful views. Um, as Priscilla said, like you can park your car and just, uh, and just start hiking down and get to, get to a spot. Bear country is bear real. Country. Bear country. I knew, is very... I knew this was coming out. And I'm from California, so we've right. got bears. I've grown up with bears. It's fine. You go to the bathroom, the entire bathroom is painted red and says like, make sure you close the door. Bears will come in. I mean, bear trash cans everywhere. It is the most bear signage I've ever seen. We're driving up and down thinking, like, we're going to hit a bear. Yeah. These things got to be walking around like that. I could not imagine using the bathroom and coming out of a stall and washing my hands and seeing a bear. And in you know the... that happened. Like, they didn't oh just decide gosh. to put that sign on. Someone sitting there and be like, shit, I forgot to close that door. I wouldn't even. What would you do? If you if you saw a bear, I mean you're kind of like you're screwed either way because like can't go anywhere. You can't. They they're faster than you. They're oh. stronger than you. They can climb better than you. And you're not making through the door. No, like, like, not a room for everyone in that. I that don't. This is these are things that I. This is something that I will think about regularly is mm. it, because you have to prepare for every situation. Yeah. <laughs> and you're supposed to make noise usually. So like okay. pots and pans and bears will kind of leave you alone. Right. right. For the most part, brown bears, black bears. Uh, but you can't do that in a bathroom. Like, right. You're all stuck in there. Uh, and if you see, and if it's a grizzly bear, you're toast. Just like oh, yeah. say your final goodbyes. Oh, yeah. I would play dead. That would be. That would probably be. If it was a grizzly bear, I'd just like let me just chill. Yeah. Play, and, play dead sitting up against the wall though, because people get walked on by grizzly bears all the time and accidentally. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And people are like Why play do you dead. Know they this? lay on the floor. I'm from bear. People <laughs> <laughs> will lay on the floor. The bear will like not even try to hurt you, but just walk on you. And people die from like getting walked on by a bear because they're. Lay it on the floor, play it dead. As I'm thinking right now, I have absolutely no idea how much bears weigh. But I would imagine it's a, a lot. I, I shudder from saying a, a ton because I don't want Ooh. that to be taken literally. But Ooh. I don't know. Either way, there are bears here. Um, so that's something that you should be. But that, I will say that uh, coming back, that's something that I wish we could have done, could have fit in. Because the, the, the consensus between the N of two here um, is that this is too short of a time to be here. Like, each, you could spend three to four days in each city. Easy. Yeah. Easy. I mean, Albuquerque, you could have done a day at the Lavender Inn, done a fruitful health and wellness right before you turn up the debauchery, do a night, one to two days of stargazing, camping, right. Sandia, which we didn't touch on too. Um, for sure, and then uh, a day or two in the city. Yeah, and it'd be it'd be beautiful. You have you have so much so much time to uh, to take in to take in nature. And I mean, like what I was told coming out here was that this was a very like um, liberal type of type of spot. Um, the people have been nothing short of great, um, but there's you know just a ton of consciousness. There's a, a place in Taos which I believe we're going today. Uh, where they have these things called earthships, where basically there is a group of hippies that have uh, flipped a bird to the government and have created this community where they make their houses for about 20,000 bucks, all out of recycled materials. And they have like uh, their own community, their own self sustaining community that's out there. And so you can actually stay in one of the earthships. Um, Heidi, I believe, was her name at uh, with the the front desk uh, gal at at Hotel Albuquerque. He was telling me about it, and she was like, "You can they you can rent them out Airbnb style, and j- if you if that's your way, but that would right? be like Have a, a super... group of like ten fifteen people right. come out, BYO champagne, like, <laughs> <laughs> call it call it a beautiful. week out there, right? Easy. So I don't know. So after after Sandia, we oh, wait, wait, pause. oh Sandia yeah. favorite yeah. part of Sandia is 
Josh sees ribs and brewery <laughs> out the window. So we know, like, as soon as we're coming down from the mountain, we got lunch set. That's we're good real. to go. Uh, so we walk around, it's like a, almost a, a little compound. Yeah. We had a coffee shop, which was cute, but it was closed by the time we got there. Uh, we had ribs. Yeah, ribs. It was fine. You got the smoke shop. Smoke shop. Sandia yeah. Valley smoke shop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we walk in as a Californian. I wanted to know about the legality of marijuana. Here. Right. Um, definitely illegal, but not heavily fined. So right. You get caught with it. What, he said $80. Bucks, fine. Yeah, he said his daughter got uh, caught. So, you know. Very uncomfortable conversation when he's talking about his daughter getting caught in the in, in the horizontal hula. Oh act, yes, uh, yes, I know. While, while smoking. Yeah. yeah. He's like, <laughs> so, oh yeah, maybe they got caught for other reasons. Like, yep, yeah, probably. That would be. So his takeaway was, you know, if, if you're gonna hook up in Sandia, do it in the forest and leave your piece <laughs> not the on the dashboard. Key takeaways. Thanks from your daughter's night out. Good, thank you. Uh, really friendly guy. Right, yeah, super who, friendly. Super pro into uh, legal herbs. Right. So smoky legal herbs are making tea out of legal herbs. Uh, so we learned a ton of the educational. A lot. He was giving us a, when, when posited the question on the legalities around, around wheat, um, he suggested a myriad of herbs that could um, <laughs> that that you encounter every day that have different effects on you, which was very wild to like to hear. Oh. So he was talking about like I mean it's like smoking dandelions, yeah. like he's he's talking putting dandelions in tea, a wild a wild fl- flower concoction, hops which Hop. normally found in beer, apparently that can have a. a uh, an effect on you, a euphoric effect. Um, there was, it was a lot. I don't even remember oh my gosh, everything. Everything from like chill out cava tea to like salvia, which right. was a little, you know, complete departure from. from <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting here with like an entire wall full of we don't know what right. it is, and I mean names like best of the west and power to the flower, and uh, it was interesting. It was interesting to learn. It was so a lot like, of stuff. You know, we've decided as a, a country some things are illegal, but, I mean, there are a lot of relatives in that area. Right. Like you said, like, the, the way that marijuana, you smoke it, it's a plant. There are a lot of plants out there. Right. Um, I was very queasy on that, though. Like, these, <laughs> again, like, clovers, I don't know, dried-up clovers that you oh smoke. I can't, I don't know. I was very, I was like, oh, I don't know. And Josh can edit this out or not. <laughs> um, but, so, we, we did buy a few selections. Um, and we have so far been too chicken shit to try it. Yes, it's very to, true. To be real, real about it's it. Very, very like, true. You look at it. We look like flowers. Right. So I was like, this is a nice tea. Smells good. But I don't know if I want to light it up and, and actually go. I don't know. It. Right. Or put it in no. a. Yeah, I, I don't know. And then it sounded like we were drinking. Uh, we had to eat the flowers. I, I don't know. I don't, yeah, very admittedly. It was very, interesting. It was very, very interesting. hippie. Like I said, there's a very strong hippie undertone. Uh, very pro health and wellness. Right. But this is kind of weird. And pro happiness. That was his main thing. He was oh like, I'm, 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 if we're doomed, <laughs> very pessimist. I'm an optimistic pessimist view of of the world, of life in general. It was like, if we're going down, I'm going out happy. That is oh, what yeah. it is. And so, good. Right, <laughs> and I'm trying to make everybody feel good. So I was like, well, you know, power to you, brother. Uh, hopefully they're, they're saying that they're going to, uh, they could legalize in New Mexico, while New Mexico is a left state, apparently they have a Republican governor who has been uh, a thorn in the side of a lot of liberal policies. So I think it could be in the next couple years uh, we could be legal here. And he's trying to be the first dispensary, uh, which would be kind of dope. So yeah, best of luck to yeah. our to our friend. Yeah. Hope he hope he makes it. <laughs> so this was a great uh, pre ribs conversation because uh, we went to the the local barbecue uh, spot, which looked very promising. On the outside, 
Oh, absolutely. I would design, say. Design, wood paneling, like all of it. Everything. Like, handsome, hearty, juicy. It's beautiful. Soft, slathered ribs. Set down, I mean, meh at best, until the, until the, the JoJo fries. Yeah. Came out, those yeah. were popping. Yeah. Well, like a three, three and a half stars. Yeah. So I would eat before and after Sandia. Absolutely. Not a ton of options around there uh, would be my, my takeaway. And for context, Yelp lied to us because they called it four and a half mm-hmm. stars. Mm-hmm. So we were we felt very bullish about going in and seeing, uh, or and eating there. And then after, I mean, at first bite, I got I got a half rack of ribs. Uh, Priscilla got two chicken breasts. Uh, and then we had, like, salads and greens and whatnot. Uh, but at once, one bite into the ribs, I was like, nah, I'm tight. Yeah. <laughs> so like this, this is for keep sustenance. It, keep it moving. Right, yeah, this, this is purely for purpose sustenance. Purpose and functional only. Absolutely. We'll get our way out of there, yeah. Um, and so on the way here, um, we passed by the sculpture garden. Yes. Which I kind of want to go visit today. I don't know if we're going to have time, but it's like it was super cool. We saw it in that uh, in the book. Usually I'm not one for, I'm not a big reader. As as I, I think I've mentioned before, but um, hotel reading specifically, I don't I don't look in those books ever. But you did, and yeah. I had some poolside uh, reading there, yeah. and and we saw the the sculpture garden. Yeah, because the first time we stayed in Hotel Albuquerque, right? By the way, which I, I would highlight Very staying nice. with. Absolutely Very nice, walkable to downtown. Uh, but yeah, they, they had one of the best tour guide hard books I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, Josh, Josh, look at this. Right. Look what they did. Uh, you can't take it, which was unfortunate. Yeah, but they we definitely laid out it. the different things you could do. Um, the Hotel Albuquerque, because that was, we kind of glossed over that. Hotel Albuquerque was, how much a night? Was At average, 95 to 100 bucks a night. 95 to 100. The, it is connected to Chaco, which is another, a, a higher rated hotel. Um, well, you literally share a pool with them, but you can see the main differences between the gym. They, I, our gym was very was a was a vacant room with five with four or five treadmills and a sit up machine. Uh, theirs, they when we walked up to up to their hotel, they were having yoga classes. So just to paint a picture of the disparity between, however, room beautiful, everything great, and. Chaco was 190 a night. Yeah, about 200 bucks a night. So you're getting half the. You're getting basically the same the same experience for half the cost. So just as a, a word to the wise when you're looking. And then I will say to the earlier point of booking in advance, the Airbnbs are dumb cheap, like oh in New Mexico gosh, as a whole. Yeah. Like non non Memorial Day, a hundred a hundred a night for a three for a three bed, four bed house so like yeah. again and we paid a last minute premium yeah for sure yeah and we saw things at like 40 50 60 bucks right on a normal weekend it was it was silly so like it's very affordable very affordable place but yeah the scope the on the on the way down from from sandy i mean you, it's just a it's a very it, it's scenic it's it's a oh, it's a very visually vistas, like right. beautiful you see cliffs in the background it's called the turquoise trail um and it, it's just stunning it's like out of the wild, wild west kind of west worldy style Absolutely. i mean it was it was epic. And I like, wish we could have seen... Go ahead. I mean, we were one of the only cars out there, too. Yeah. So you're really going, like, Lone West by yourself. Right. And our car, our chariot has been nothing, <laughs> sh- nothing short of Truck excellent. Life. This right. So we, uh, we got, a, we got a, a Silverado. Uh, very, to be very candid, I feel like this is going to be my next car. I've always felt that. Uh, wanted to test it out this weekend. I'm mm-hmm. sold. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely going... If anybody's got a Chevy hookup out there, please let me know. Uh, <laughs> but when we... Um, Damn, I forgot my train of thought. I mean, he's just, like, loving that truck. <laughs> just to give, so I've been sitting shotgun the whole time. I mean, he doesn't care about curves. We've been going back and out in Sandia. We're doing off-roading. I mean, it is 
it's been a solid way to do a truck. I actually would run a truck if I came out here. I love it. I mean, when in, when in New why Mexico, not? I mean, why not? I mean, you got to do it. Um, so then we came, we come down to, we started to get close to Santa Fe, and then you're telling me about Meow Wolf. Yeah. Which I'm a little, I kind of want to save this for the Santa Fe piece of it, but I think since we did it, Yes. Last night, we yeah. may as well may as well go into it. in between. Like, it we're is. still like a 10, 15 minute out of Santa Fe. Yeah. You're entering into. But what, what was it so attractive to you about, about Meow Wolf? So for me, I, I'm an art kid. And so I was looking at like, oh, Georgia O'Keeffe comes out here. There's some museums. Um, they're really pushing new, innovative artists in Santa Fe. And it's known as a, at a as an artist hippie capital of the world. Um, and then somehow ran into Meow Wolf. So Meow, like Meow, like a, right. a kitty cat, wolf, like the animal. Uh, I saw... I mean, articles from Vogue, New Yorker, local, TripAdvisor, everywhere. Really? Yeah, and it, it was, like, covered in such a holistic way that right. everyone loved it. Um, and it turns out the producer of Game of Thrones ended up buying out a warehouse, putting in $2 million to set this thing up, brought in 70-plus local artists to build out all these different rooms in a house. And then all of a sudden, like, they show clips of people trying to describe it, and they're like, oh, it's a mystery thing, it's an interactive thing, it's an art museum installation. Like none of it really made sense, and so I just kind of wanted to check it out. It was trippy, to say the least. Like it was weird. It was super trippy. trippy. Weird. The full the story behind it was that there's this family who was living in this house, and then something occurred, and one day they disappeared. And so when you walk in, it was very weird for us because there was an '80s cover band that was playing. As well, so, so we're, we're rolling in at 8 p.m. at night, right? And so for con- for for context, it closes at 10. So we're like we're shutting it down. We're like at the last at the last 10 or last two hours. And so we're walking in. And we see I see this guy coming in in a Kangol and an old school Adidas, uh, full fit, and and we're walking in very normal clothes. And I'm, I'm kind of confused. And then we we learn that it's an 80 cover, 80s cover band. We walk in, and before you enter into the the maze and the art exhibit as a whole, it's not a maze, but kind of. Uh, it's very ambiguous. So, like, I, I, hearing the those comments, it sounds very on point. Right, like very I don't accurate. know how to describe it either. Yeah. Like you, so you kind of go in. It's kind of a museum. You are pulling together a mystery story. Right. Kinda like, Trying to I mean, figure out what happened to this family. And you can touch everything. Right. Like you would open safes. You can open fridges. You right. You're going through someone's house. Right. Which is kind of creepy, too. And they, they tell you in there, it's like, enjoy enjoy our house. It's like a mysterious agent who's on there saying, like, uh, enjoy our house, whatever. You go in, there's a mailbox, which we didn't see until the end, but you're looking at it and it tells you, like, your mission and kind of gives a, sets the tone for what's going on. But after that, you're just walking through it and trying to figure out. There's a lot of, I featured a lot of it on, on my story, so you can see, like, from a, <laughs> from a living room or from a dining room table, and then you're going to a kid's room, but then you're going to, like, this intergalactic alien Yeah type of situation, like an alternate universe or parallel galaxy type situation. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I had to describe it, I would say modern art museum meets escape room. Yeah. Like, wear shorts, don't go in there in a skirt because you're climbing through shit. That's very true. Um, And I would say about 20, 30% of the people are sober. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Just to, like, give a little bit of tone before. Do you think the the 80s cover band had anything to do with that? I think the time of day. Okay, really that's fair. Because we were probably going out right after. We're looking at that flaming lips. We're playing. Yeah, Kimber were playing. Sango is going to be there. Yeah. They had a lot of people. So they get some names in there, and I think because of the producer for Game of Thrones, you have a little bit of celebrity edge right. on it that like people are doing events out there. So we peaked in. Like it was a big venue. Yeah, like it's a full concert hall in there too. It's pretty solid, um, and probably the fact that 
this is kind of like an off the beaten path type of destination for them to for them to come to. Yeah, and, and they say give yourself two hours. We took the full two hours. Yeah. Like we were counting. We barely figured shit out in yeah. that last like five to ten <laughs> As minutes. We were going, I yeah. was like, I saw a calendar. <laughs> I know this. Like I figured it out. This is what happened. Done. We never saw it. And I did love the escape room as well. So that that does that was a that's a very fair parallel yeah. to draw. Yeah. Except there is no, there's not necessarily a right answer. You're just like. You're literally just looking for clues yeah. and trying to figure out, like, you leave with a theory. You don't necessarily yeah. leave with a confirmed, yeah. you're, you're right. Yeah. Although I think that we I think we're right. We're, I, think <laughs> we're, I, I think we got it. We're, I think we're, we're right. Where's my cookies here? So what are you most excited about here? I, so again, so Santa Fe, I know that it's hippie. I've heard it in pop culture. I don't know what it looks like. And right. we're still about 10-minute drive out of the center of Santa Fe. Um, so I don't know. I really don't know what this is going to be. I'm very curious. I'm. I'm. I think we were, we mentioned earlier that we felt like you could spend four to five days in each place. We say that not even having been out in Santa Fe, minus Meow Wolf, and then this excellent balanced brunch of donuts and champagne uh, in here. Um, and oh, the champagne, by the way. So oh, yeah. local breweries everywhere. Like I've seen. We've driven the by ten twenty. I didn't know that this area was wine country. I had no idea either. Uh, you see wineries, local wineries. Every place I've been, you've had local wine and beer options. It's very true. And we got, yeah, Gruet Family, Savage Champagne. Savage Champagne. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> so, probably the best one. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, this, is, this has been just a, I feel like New Mexico is filled with hidden gems. Like, people don't really know anything about it. Yeah. Like, even from, from the food, from New Mexican food to New Mexican people to New Mexican culture, I know that that's what, one thing I've been trying to, like, figure out. Um, it's, it's, everything is everything is a mystery, but the people are, like, super nice. You can talk to them, easy to talk to. They're, they want to tell you. They want to share yeah. about, their, about their city, about their state, yeah. um, give you the local context. Um, I would say largely because, like, there's not a lot of attention paid, paid yeah, to this. Yeah, absolutely. And it's such a mix of cultures. Absolutely. They, like, it really feels like when you were talking about this. I feel like this is an international trip. Right, yeah, like, absolutely. From a scenic standpoint, from like the things you're buying and the food, like it, it is markedly different. There's a literal, there's definitely a different culture here. Um, I walked through the, the old plaza in Albuquerque, and it looked like you've seen the, the new Coco movie. Yeah. Like they had Day of the Dead, people <laughs> were like doing live music in the middle of the, I mean, it, in Spanish, I full community was out there. Right. It felt like a completely different place. But you got a Native American strong, yeah. uh, air as well. and hippie, dippy, artsy right, side. Right, right, All coming together. There's a lot of people. We're melting pot. It was definitely, it was definitely, it's definitely been a, uh, a dope situation. I think uh, one thing, I, and I, this, yeah, I do want to share this. When we were in the, this kind of tells you about, about the, the cultural awareness of the people. Um, this is an interesting situation that we had. So, when we were at the at the uh, at the smoke shop, mm. um, we asked about the legalities of of marijuana, and he mentioned he was responding to a question that Priscilla asked him, but turned to me and was saying, "I don't know if you will be harassed more. I'm yeah. sure that I'm sure that in other places you would you would be harassed more, but here because." Basically, the racial dynamic is flipped a little bit, where which is kind of jacked up. Where the um, they more so focus on the Latinos. He yeah. was like, "You probably won't get harassed as much." Yeah. And I was just very one. I was kind of like it was a myriad of emotions. Like one, I was like, "He's one assuming that I'm partaking. Two, he is assuming that one is jacked up because 
it's crabs in a barrel. Like minority, like one minority is being uh, targeted more heavily, and I should feel relief because I'm getting a break. And then third, a slight feeling of relief because yeah. it's like I'm not being yeah. I'm not being targeted as much. But this this was a white man, an older white man, and so to have the the consciousness of saying of understanding like a minority struggle and understanding like the heightened level of awareness that you have to have especially yeah. being in an unfamiliar place yeah. um, I just I just appreciated it yeah and it was wild we were 30 minutes into the shop and I, I'm asking this question um, it took me I would say 10 seconds to understand what he was even saying like I was so taken aback took a second I was like oh am I offended am I confused like what's right. happening and then to sit there and hear him say you know what I, I don't know your experience right. but as a white male like I've taken the extra step to think this through and be candid and authentic with you like it, it was interesting. I feel like that's right. telling of, like, that group of people here. And you asked me immediately. Like, we were not two steps out. You were like, how'd you feel about this? And I was like, you know, it was. I, I immediately felt kind of offended. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, no, I get it. Like, it makes, it makes a lot of but sense. people do that all like, the time. You ask them a question, and right. they answer in their context. And they, they don't drop and think, like, okay, well, we are different. And even right. settings. Like, I, I don't have experience, like, being of your background. Right. Like, it's going to be different. I can tell you my side. Right. Um, and I think it's mad chill. Absolutely. Like, it is authentic. It is real. It was a helpful answer. I think to give me your white man view, which right. doesn't apply to the mixed chick from California. That's very true. <laughs> Not at all. Um, so it was, it was a learning experience. So I definitely enjoyed it. So I guess in summation, um, definitely the, the trip has been, this has been a great idea. So thank you all for sending us here, whether it was sincere or whether you all just thought it'd be funny, a funny ruse. <laughs> um, definitely appreciate it. Um, it is Albuquerque specifically, definitely a hidden gem. Santa Fe so far, pretty dope. Don't stay at the days in, uh, don't go through hot wire, but oh, we right. will, uh, or just always, this is a lesson that I've learned and I, it's hard to learn because saving money feels so good, but okay. three stars, make that your floor, make that your floor, man. Oh, like gosh. it just, it just, it, the, it classes up the hotels that are at your, at yeah, your disposal. Yeah. And, and I mean, Albuquerque two and a half stars right. and this is okay. Santa Fe totally different. Right. Absolutely. Which is wild. But, I mean, and we we did not cheap out with the price tag. Here. Not at all. Like I mean, these are the same price places. Right. Is, I, mean, I mean, we're looking book at ahead, right. Book, book ahead. ahead. Book ahead, book ahead and ahead. avoid Memorial Day. Um, but the experience has been very solid so far. So we are out of champagne and uh, wow. out of donuts. Right. I know. Right. Set. And we are going to get out of here and start exploring Santa Fe so we can get some more drops, some more content for the second episode. Oh, my gosh. And to tease her out today, I am a shopping mood. Okay. Uh, this is a lot of artisan artwork, <laughs> jewelry, handmade woven blankets. Shoes. I definitely want a blanket. I'll, I'll come back with all kinds of news for you guys. I'm with it. She's already committed to buying a bag because she, you packed very, very leanly. Oh, yeah. On this, which I'm very proud yeah. of you for that. Yeah, single purse. Yeah. We Legit. In, no backpack, no toe. This was, this is my challenge to myself. And for context with purse, we're talking about like the duffel purses that we see gals out here in the oh, streets yeah. with. So it's just pa- it's used to its full capacity, which it should be. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to buy a whole bag for the men. <laughs> I'm about to do, folks. That's good. So with uh, uh, signing off, you know we will we will check back in post Santa Fe. Uh, but thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Travel Guides. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Thanks for listening.